right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddies Chuck and John. Hey now. Aloha. Gentlemen, how are we doing? You know, closer and closer to nuclear annihilation every day, but I love basketball, so... When you say nuclear annihilation, do you mean Dwight Hornet, uh, Dwight Howard on the Hornets? <laughs> Can we call him Dwight Hornet? Let's call him Dwight Hornet. <laughs> Dwight House, Dwight Hornet. Dwight the horniest Hornet, <laughs> Howard. Flatulent Hornet. I don't know why you're worried about nuclear war. Uh, you know, nuclear bombs don't kill people. Uh, people kill people. <laughs> right? Oh, it's yeah, it's so sad. Something like that. I have like to that. laugh so, at it all. I have to laugh at it all. I feel like I just saw you guys. Yeah, keep was like the bar the other five, day. Five, no, I, oh, that too. Yeah. I, I had a... Didn't my, see me, boss. <laughs> my wife took the children out of town for a couple of days. Uh, something about, just got to get out of here. Oh. Uh, no, your, it your was... Your beard uh, is making me angry. <laughs> your beard is making me angry. <laughs> but it, so I had, uh, I had like a couple of free nights. Didn't know what to do myself. One night, I went and saw Chuck... And then the next night, I watched a Grizzlies scrimmage online and kept stats for it. Mm. So, I'm like not that very... small child at a baseball game, a minor league baseball game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure which one of those is sadder. Uh, you shouldn't. Have... I think it's the second one, Chuck. Okay, I but had fun hanging out at your bar. It's kind of cool, isn't it? I had some of George Clooney's tequila. Oh, is he have tequila? Casamigos. That's him. Yeah, I didn't know that. I loved it. Billionaire with a B. Mm. Yeah, I sold that for a billion, right? Yes, sir. That's crazy. That's incredible. How do they keep doing it? How do these stars keep doing it? Mm. Everything they touch turns to gold. They're the Illuminati. Yeah, I was about to say. It's something about a network of... Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, they're right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of tequila, did we have breakfast? I did. That's not a good transition. No. Chuck, what did you have for breakfast? Tequila. No, uh, (laughs) I uh, went to the good old Burger King today, but I went it was too late for breakfast. They're not like McDonald's where they have the dog. Say the what? When's the Burger King cutoff? So no croissant sandwich. No croissant get a croissant sandwich. So you know, what the, you know what I went to my good old uh, Burger King app, which hands me all the good uh, coupons mm. that someone would use when you're trying to extrapolate as much food from a multi-billion-dollar corporation for the least amount of money as possible. And so for five dollars, I got two double whoppers. That's incredible. Yeah. It's, it was like 14,000 calories. We are not sponsored by Burger King or their app, but I also saw a commercial at Burger King. Apparently, you can get two cheeseburgers, fries, and a drink for three forty nine. It's kind of crazy. That's insane. Yeah. How large are these cheeseburgers? I assume they're not big. I no. can't, these I can't, sliders? I can't speak to that. They're basically grown-up sliders. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's the size of, you know, they, they do multiple sizes at these burger joints, and the smallest one they don't call a slider is their cheeseburger. Yeah, cookout confuses me. They have like burger, double burger, huge burger, mm-hmm. and then some other kind of burger that's bigger than a huge burger, but it's the name doesn't doesn't seem like it would be bigger. Yeah, cookout confuses me. It just tastes like food I can make at home. I've never been there. Yeah, it's overrated. You can get a side of quesadilla though. I know there's one right by your house. Yeah. A friend of the program, Cody Newman, whose music we use for our intro and outro. Shout out mm. his new project, New Man. But he uh, he lives close to where John lives, and on I'm his so. on his way home, almost any night that he has been out, he will go by cookout, right? Get himself a walk home milkshake. That's kind of the whole milking plan. The milkshake is legit there. I will give it. I will give it that. All I know is they got cheer wine. They do have. Oh, cheer really? Wine. On tap? Yeah, they could do a cheer wine float. I believe they're hello North, North yeah. Carolinian company. Yeah, it's kind of great. They are. They're they, already, have, uh, they have some things, but over, overall, I'm going. To, there's a Checkers Caddy Corner. And I'm getting me a big Buford. If I'm, I don't hankering. really care for a checkers. If I'm I had tripping. to pick between the two, I, I like would, those go, red I would fries. go with the unknown cookout. Like I've never been there. I know what checkers is. Whatever. No. Red fries, man. They're the best. What is checkers also known by? Rallies. Rallies. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Is that just uh, geographically located? I think it's yeah. There's probably some sort of licensing agreement. Similarly, are racks and Arby's the same thing? Racks. No one knows about racks. No. I know. Okay, rappers. so racks is exactly the same thing as Arby's. Except they had a like crocodile mascot. No cowboy no. hat. No cowboy hat. No, I'm good. I love that Arby's logo. The only time I hear racks is when a rapper talks about it. A rack is a thousand dollars in rap slang. Hmm. John, what'd you have for breakfast? Don't say grapefruit. I had Don't a grapefruit. say grape. Oh my! Come on, man. I know. John, I think it's paying off. John, is it? No, you look terrible still. I feel bad. Yeah, didn't taste good. Wouldn't imagine. 
Kind of dressed like an idiot, though. You got that Hulkamania shirt on. John is wearing a sleeveless Hulkamania. That's Very right. tan. No tan lines on John. Yeah, oh, weird. I don't have tan lines. <laughs> That's impressive. No. Even my circumcision scar is tan. <laughs> 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 my breakfast, I had a... A white bean and chicken chili? That was weird. Yeah. I came in and just smelled like old chicken soup. What <laughs> makes it a chili? It's just extra beans, dude. Well, the broth was very brothy. Was it thick or it, thin? It was very watery. It was, yeah, it, was, it looked watery. It was, it was, I love a chicken soup. I'm not even complaining about the taste. Someone brought that over because, you know, we have the newborn in the house. So right. people bring in some food over, you know, mm-hmm. very generous, very loving of folks. And the food was good. Like, like totally, totally good thing to eat. But... It was called a chili, and I'm looking at it like this is a don't bring, it's like don't a watery bring broth mess in here. You know, there's like a point where you like stop making fun of somebody because it's like starting to get sad. Mm-hmm. Keith was like slowly pouring that into his beard, and Chuck and I just looked at each other and shook our heads. Right, <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I was like this <laughs> poor guy. It was like Oliver, Oliver, <laughs> hell is gone. Oliver eating my gruel. Very gruel. If imagine if Oliver had a very large beard, mm-hmm. that's what we're it's talking about. It's kind of easy to do. Like if Fagin, imagine if Fagin, yeah. Fagin was Oliver. <laughs> Fagin was dogging that gruel. Speaking <laughs> of music. You know, Daryl Morey is producing a broad, off-Broadway musical about was the it? NBA. Nerd, nerd Elvis. about market inefficiencies? Could be. All songs sung by Nerd Elvis. I don't know. Who will play Shane Battier? Mm. <laughs> Vin Diesel? I hope, probably Eddie George. Mm. Mm. All right, so those were our breakfasts. After our breakfast, we move to our breakfast in bed. Apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode it is also frequently the first time we talk about basketball does anyone have anything they need to apologize for so last week we talked about rookies of the year and their odds yep i forgot the old man in the sea milos teodosovic oh i, feel I like, like you, it you might have thrown in an extra syllable yeah. oh teodosovic teodosovic <laughs> yeah hey hey makes him sound much more you sinister turned, you turned him into just a straight russian right. yeah he, he was the bad guy in under siege too <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but uh, i think you know if he can stay healthy which is a big question mark and if he can play any, a modicum of defense i mean he could slot in as the pick and roll guard there oh uh, yeah he, he could as an old rookie, we forget about him. Yeah. He could do a lot of things. Another old rookie, we forgot that uh, the Round Ball Rock guys, mm-hmm. uh, Round Ball Rock podcast guys, hit me up. Was the, like, uh, we this forgot. This guy's very confusing. We forgot about uh, Bogdan Boganovich. Bogdan. Not, not Bohan. Not Bohan. Bogdan. Yeah, Bogdan. And so actually, and it's really easy to remember which one is which because Bojan, who's been in the league, you know, last few years, finished the season on the Wizards, ain't no D. In Bojan. Mm. Oh, got him. So there you go. You got, got him. Got him. Appar- apparently, Bogdan uh, plays a little bit of defense. But also, another older guy, he's 25 years old, might be a good sleeper bet yeah, or a long a shot bet at rookie man. of the year. Because, especially when you think about Dave Yeager and the Kings, Yeager, who is, you know... Loath to play the rookies. Thank you. That's the, that's the, that's the exact phrasing I need. <laughs> who, who doesn't want to play young guys. However, a 25-year-old... Maybe Nick Kalaita style. He'll give him some run. Hook it yeah. up. So maybe he'll get plenty of run out there. And as a 25 year old, he'll be able to put up some numbers. That was Kalaita's. That's how he got past, uh, you know, Jaeger's hatred of the, the youth. She's just balding very early. She yeah, looks really looks, old. Looks, looks, oh, that guy's old. Look, what a veteran hairline that is. <laughs> get in there. <laughs> Go guard like, Chris Paul, like you idiot. How, uh, I'm always stunned how young Chuck is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The bald head makes me seem so much more uh, older. That's why I wear hats. My there my apology don't. is also based on last week's show talking about the props and, and the future bets. We did we did a lot of math incorrectly. I mean, we're not good on our on the fly. You know, getting the money lines correct. We're Mm-mm. gonna get it wrong. We are. Uh, but I will say, still, Hawks minus two forty to miss the playoffs. Got to sell your car and put the money down. We'll do what you got to do. Get a payday loan. Race to whatever uh, pickle is in your life to place that bet, if that's still up there. All right, you're going to be really sad when Marco Bellinelli and Dwayne Dedman and Hey Bad Bad lead the Hawks to that (laughs) eighth seed. Going to be so sad. Carless. Love Luke Babbitt. Goodbye, high and die. (laughs) Chuck, you got anything you feel bad about? Man, I apologize to the island of Jamaica. Uh, last week I did a terrible Jamaican accent. Um, what was terrible about it? Just felt very hacky, over the top, uh, kind yeah. of like caricature. Thought it was great. So in uh, what I did for two days was eat nothing but uh, curry, goat, and roti from Jamaica Way here in Nashville, Tennessee. Little, so it was a penance to atone for it. It was my penance. Yeah, it felt funny it felt, how it Chuck finds a way to strange. enjoy his penance. Well, yeah. I wouldn't be a Catholic. If I didn't. <laughs> All right, well, those were our breakfast in bed apologies. 
Now I think we're going to do something from our Patreon listeners. We have a couple of croissant questionnaires. Croissant, croissant. This is for our people who support us over at patreon.com slash Fast Break Breakfast. One of the benefits is you can submit questions that we will answer on air. John, what do we have? Jacob Potter asks, who is an overpaid player in 2016 free agency that you hope to redeem themselves? Chuck? Uh, who, me? Oh, you yeah. mean, does this mean this coming season or ever? It was last year's free agent that we want to see who sucked last year and will be good this year. There's a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's that's the question he asked. I wonder if he meant this year's free agency, but... I th- No, I think it makes sense. Okay. Who was a terrible disappointment last year who, who got paid? Who well, we obviously, Keith and I want Chandler Parsons to be that player. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my answer. Obviously. The most overpaid and the most hopeless. Who got overpaid last year that I didn't like? I'm going to dig deep. Jan Mahenmi got yeah. paid a ton of money to do nothing to be a defensive center for the Wizards. They probably hoped he was going to take over some of the load from Marcin Gortat. Mahimi was hurt all year, and then even when he did play, it was kind of useless. So he he's on the books for the Wizards, who badly need him to contribute more. Gortat actually had a quote this year about, or I think this week, excuse me, about how he's not adding a three-point shot. He was saying, man, I got like a couple more years in this league. I'm not learning anything here. <laughs> <laughs> that's refreshing. He's like, I'm just going to ride this out and mm-hmm. do, what I, do what I do. So I have th- one that's dissimilar. Yeah. Um, Damari Carroll for the Raptors, who's now with the Nets, for yeah. the Raptors signed for a whole hookah. Was, almost two, was that two years ago? Was it really? I can't remember, but yeah. yeah. But that guy, he, there could be some redemption there. There, that's are. Gonna be, there are a lot of net minutes to go around in Brooklyn. Yeah, it's going to be that, uh, you know, looter in a riot kind of situation where they're going to have to score 90 points. Somebody's going to get it there. So he's probably going to be the one, him and uh, old D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell, oh, old yeah. snitch, snitch mouth. They're all going to get I got a, hey, I got another plenty deep, of minutes. I got a, another deep cut I'm cheering for. Festus Azili. Mm-hmm. I know we only signed a one-year contract technically last year, but Uncle he didn't Festus. play a single minute. Festus Azili, the poor man's Dwight Howard, pissing <laughs> off teams with his stupid rah-rah speeches <laughs> for his stupid championships that he had nothing to do with. Man, he was a vital part. That's very true. No, Very unlikable NBA player. <laughs> Vandy alum. Exactly. <laughs> Anchor down. All right. A second question. Not quite as basketball-related. It's only slightly basketball-related. In that it is not basketball related. What Disney movie has the best songs? Oh. Keith, don't say uh, Song of the South. <laughs> Zippity Doo Dot is catchy. <laughs> <laughs> I would lean. First thing that pops in my head is Mary Poppins. Hmm. I mean, the uh, Let's feed, go fly feed, a kite. feed the Birds is very moving. Let's go fly a fly. Kite gets it done. Right. Uh, Chim brings a little a wistful tear to the eye. I'll tell you what isn't that doesn't have the best songs. And that's the Lion King. Those songs are garbage. What? Garbage that's Jelton racist. John's. Man, that was I don't know who. Could you don't like the tribal chanting King Manana, King Manana Bana. I just can't wait to be King. Hakuna Matata. Can you feel the love tonight? Hakuna Matata. These are all bad. I don't. I don't care how popular they were. Bad songs. Hmm. Which just, one has? What do you call them? Feet. That's the Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. There you go. That's pretty good. Um, my, I don't have, I don't think the soundtrack's that baller, but the greatest song ever sang in, uh, any Disney movie was in the Goofy movie and it's Powerline. It had Tevin Campbell singing. uh, Did he have sex with a Kardashian? I'm not sure. I would just Ray J. That was a bold statement. I would argue Robin Hood, Oodalali, Oodalali, Oodalali A. The, uh, that's my best deep cut. Is that Roger Miller? Who even knows? Uh, no, Roger Miller, he's the bear in Jungle Book, right? Is he? I don't he's think Baloo? he is, but isn't no, that some not. of his songs? I think I got Blue songs are pretty good. Yeah, Jungle Book songs aren't bad. What's the one? Uh, what's the one to walk like? Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Uh, what about the song in um, uh, Dancer in the Dark? Oh, wait, that's not Disney, is it? It is, in fact, Roger Miller. Nailed it. Oh. Go Google Robin Hood Oodalali. Song's incredible. It's an old country song. King of the Road. <laughs> yeah, John. What's your What's your favorite? What do you think is the best? The best Disney movie with songs. <sighs> is are there songs in Tron? 
don't even God, know. I th- wasn't it Giorgio Moroder? I'm going to go Moroder with the soundtrack to Tron. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Giorgio Moroder do that soundtrack. There's my Disney music. <laughs> was that a Disney movie? Oh, yeah. It was. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, no, yeah. It was. Good question. Strong question. Let's get back to basketball. Sam Wilkinson asks, who has the most unstoppable move in the NBA? And who has the most potential to develop an unstoppable move in the NBA? What what it, unstoppable means? No matter what, it always goes in. Oh, I was reading it as no matter what you do, you can't stop it. Right. And that was going to be a post move from Dwight Howard or Andre Drummond. They're right. going to shoot that garbage no matter <laughs> what. Right. It's going up. And they're they're going to turn it over forty five percent. So I would say post play from Drummond and Howard. The pass play to Julius Randle. <laughs> <laughs> the shot people fear the most. I mean, when I'm watching back basketball games, and I see Steph Curry pull up. Yeah, I'm thinking it's going in. It's never a bad shot to me. Durant doing any sort of I'm, like, yeah, I'm still stuck on the Durant swing the ball low maneuver. Always yeah. get always get fouled thing. Or yeah, or the Harden you know Euro step kind of for contact. What about the Harden forward somersault? I just got fouled maneuver. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking of a Westbrook drive. Right, but that's stoppable. I think, it doesn't I think, I think feel he's kind of referring stoppable. more to a move. Yeah, like a Dirk, okay, like the Dirk, the Dirk one-footer, one-footer, the the Durant sweep across the body move, the Jordan fadeaway. I kind of think of LeBron when he's got that post, like ten foot high post, twelve foot, or so kind of a fadeaway jumper where he like tilts his body, leans back. Right. That's Durant it, also. Mm. Hard to say. Yeah, we, we don't still, have it. We don't have big men the, anymore. Tony Allen back cut. Yeah. <laughs> When Hassan Whiteside cocks it back to Waffle House. It might actually be Jalil Okafor. We just never get to see him play. <laughs> All right, guys. Who do you think has the potential to develop said move? Sam used an example. He thinks Stap Staps will, will yeah, develop is, the Dirk. That is a good um, parallel. Because you would need a player that is probably gangly long. So, I mean, Giannis. Yeah. Right? He could get he could get a little, uh, you know, if he got a little pull-up jumper, a little step back. Something like that. He can figure it out. But I think you're always going to want Giannis. Anytime you get him to shoot a jumper, you've won. Yeah. So I don't think think that'd be a a good. But we're talking about developing. If he can get that shot, forget it. It's over. It's already over. It's already over. Yeah. He can get across the court in four four strides. (laughs) It's over for all. Dunk from half court on a bounce. And that'll do it for this week's Quesson questionnaire. And sorry, we don't have a better. We have to think about that post move or, or at least most unstoppable move. Who can develop? I feel like maybe Bam out of bio. Mm, Bam a potato. Doing doing push-ups. Yeah, if you want to support our show and submit your own croissant questionnaires, you can do that at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. And also, announcements will be coming this week about our fantasy basketball. We will be running those leagues over at fantrax.com. Looks like the International Stackhouse of Pancakes League uh, might be up to 30 people. We can still sign up. Uh, I think roster's only going to be eight deep. So it'll be hilarious. Lord have mercy. It's going to be incredible. Somebody's going to end up with LeBron on their roster. Uh, the only There was only five people who scored negatively who you went to avoid. Like last year, I think Kevin Durant is the only player you, you absolutely can't start because he, he would give you negative points. So you it's get points be. for players doing bad things. So uh, if you want to uh, do that and you want to join the head-to-head leagues, again, uh, you have maybe a week to sign up. You can do that at the $4 tier at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. All right, before we get to our butter or worse previews, steak and eggs best thing. What's the best thing you saw in the last week? Tommy Heinsohn. Oh, dear, Tommy. Just so so everyone knows... Chuck and I had a fight to see who gets to talk about this, where we had to dip our hands in glass or glue in the glass. <laughs> That's how amazing this is. Uh, I don't think there's anything we can do but other than play the clip. Yep. And life insurance. I'll tell you, I took a look at Baines in the shower. I, I, he looks like all of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> he is really put together. So if you guys were wondering, that was super creepy old man Tommy Heinsohn uh, describing the glory of the Australian uh, Aaron Baines in the shower. Just sounds like my dad or one of my dad's friends to me. He, man. That's just some, that's just some normal locker room locker talk. Room talk. Just, that's Bro how talk. men talk to yeah. men. Yeah, nobody. And to children. Hope not. But 
that's a very he's get, he's gonna what I'm looking for now is some in in depth understanding of what goes on in the locker room. We do need some more reporting on this man manner. NBA watch 2017. My only question was he telling a joke or a a real story? Mm. Was he just thinking this will be really funny? I'm going to talk about him that he's well endowed right. as just a joke, mm-hmm. the way men do, right? Or was he like? Was he truly taken aback? Well, I would. Let's play the the whole continent or something. All, all of Australia. He looks there. like all of well, Australia. Well, my dear, he's Eric. really put together. Let's look at it this way. What position does he play? Center. Center forward. I'm gonna. I'm going to deduct that he's got a low key huge hog. <laughs> Wait, he's six foot ten and in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that might be terrifying. Uh, uh, so you think you think Heinsohn actually just poked his head in the shower? Yeah. Well, okay. he no. What happened was Heinsohn went in, said, "Why is Aaron Baines in there with his with his son?" And then somebody says, "He doesn't have a son." That was his Kuatu. <laughs> <clears throat> that was his Total Recall mutant that lives in his crotch. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh. fantastic. My best thing is. The return of Mario Chalmers. No, Diamond Rio. 19 pizzles. <laughs> Not only did he look good in that scrimmage I watched alone by myself in my house while I kept the stats for it. I was there with you. It, I was there. In yeah. the first preseason game for the Grizzlies, he was the first guy off the bench. He scored 19 points in 21 minutes on 7 of 10 shooting. Rio is back. Do you have cornrows? He has some. I don't know if they're officially called cornrows because... <laughs> You wouldn't plant your corn in the pattern <laughs> of the braids on his head. It's like M. Night Shyamalan be, uh, signs rows. Yeah, I right. think it would be hard to maintain that corn row. <laughs> but he looked like he hasn't lost a step. The guy who has missed all of last year with an Achilles injury, and now he has definitely put the Grizzlies roster crunch into a extreme pressure squeeze because there are 16 other guys with guaranteed contracts, not counting Rio who looks like he certainly will be the backup point guard if mm-hmm. he maintains this, and so they'll have to get rid of two guys. But that's my best thing. Diamond Rio coming back from injury Look looking good. great. This, I don't know what makes this the best thing, but it made me chuckle. Stan Van out there playing checkers when everybody else is playing chess now. <laughs> <laughs> the roles have been reversed. Stan Van is kind of running the Pistons straight into the ground. He's decided there should be no draft. Yeah. Amazing. Hey, I believe a guy who's coaching in RoboCop Town, right, in the wasteland of Ameri- of American industry. That'll solve it. Mm-hmm. That'll fix your problem, Stan. I like that Stan Van has become this outspoken progressive, and not just politically with things like, yeah, the draft. That's that's not right. Right, it's not right that these guys don't have a, a free choice to go where they want to go. And if we and that eliminates tanking. So right. if draft picks aren't tied to our record, if it's just a free agent process. That solves that. So. Well, it not only does it eliminate tanking, but it also uh, incentivizes pe- people to win. Eliminates like pe- 10 teams from the league as they become so horrible. Right. That the no league one is forced ever to goes contract. to see them. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. No, I think it, it, in my head, in you know a wonderful world, nobody would ever be drafted. That, that idea is kind of you know, yeah. counterintuitive to freedom. And this is right. America. You know. Basically, the NBA needs its own equivalent of 9-11 so that fools enlist. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I just subtweeted Chuck. Well, that's How not... awesome would it be to, to just do Thanksgiving at the Van Gundy household? Get all those Van Gundys uh, together. No, because Jeff Van Gundy would just be talking his, my ear off about what yeah, but then you got Stan, he like. Then you got Stan Van getting all communist right under your <laughs> other ear. Come on. That'd be amazing. Here. In charge of the means of protection and, it, and, and then next thing you know, you're in a fight and Jeff's around your leg. Yeah. That's incredible. I already have a little toddler wrapped around my leg most of the time anyway. All right. Opposite of steak and eggs, cream of wheat, worst of week. I'll start with mine. It's not even that bad. It's kind of hilarious, but, you know, for the sake of the, the show format, there is a subway car in New York City that is totally decorated, painted, for the Knicks saying they are hopeless, saying the highlight of the last 25 years is losing, is like making the playoffs. There's an entire subway car with Joe Kim Noah on it. It just says hopeless in giant letters. It's incredible viral marketing. 
It's I don't even know what it's advertising. Fox Sports One. Yeah, Fox Sports One is all over it, but they yeah. haven't claimed it. No. Uh, one of the seats said, uh, "Can you fire an owner?" Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. That is really that's a great it. use of resources. You can't fire James Dolan, but what you could do if you had enough money, probably wouldn't take that much money. He's probably itching to do this. Hire JD and the big shots, mm-hmm. straight shots. <laughs> Hire him to play some sort of party. Only there is no party. You send him to the Juggalo gathering. <laughs> they get pelted by batteries. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody throws Tila tequila at them. <laughs> My favorite on that is there's three seats on the train next to each other. Uh, and it says, sit here if you blame Phil, sit here if you blame Mello, or sit here if you blame Dolan. That's awesome. kind of great. There's like no greater inside. There's a lifelong, passionate Knicks fan who's, who's responsible for this. There's no. This isn't like a Brooklyn Nets guy or a Boston Celtic troll move. Who's the biggest this comes Fox from the inside? Person? Is this like Colin Coward? Did he do this? It could be. Was it isn't Jason that Whitlock? Fat guy? Yeah, Jason Whitlock. Hey guys, it, uh, it, uh, it's Charles Oakley. Because <laughs> Oakley, I didn't know. We, I, I, I thought we knew. Capital? Yeah, remember he got removed from MS, uh, MSG. That's I great. would say, hey, he played in the NBA. Has tons of money, but he also played poker with Michael Jordan every night of his life. So he probably has no money. Yeah, my worst of the week is Jimmy Butler giving, talking to reporters uh, about his flight to China. As he said he passed time on the flight by drinking wine with Cole Aldrich. 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 <laughs> uh, but <laughs> when Al- Aldrich was asked about it, he said, it's Franzia. Good shit. <laughs> They're drinking wine out of a bag. These millionaires are drinking wine out of a bag on a flight to China. That's the Bonnaroo bagpipes, baby. Slap the bag. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Can you guys step it up? Can you get get some like at the tank rose? You know where Jimmy Butler eats lunch every day, right? Where? Chipotle. Yeah. No way. He eats he eats at Chipotle every day. Jimmy <laughs> he's Butler. He's a classless. <laughs> he's a man. He's a man of the people. Jimmy Butler has been described as having the serial killer lifestyle if he does the same routine every day. Really? That's why him and Tibbs are such good buddies. So you don't like the you? I thought you were just mad at Cole Aldridge. Oh, that and you, you didn't like what, that odd couple. What a buddy cop movie that, that is! That would be a really good buddy cop film. He just could two guys. he could fit under the uh, signed a big contract two years ago and didn't really do anything. If he's that good was for Tibbs, just another another forty eight hours. Another 48 with Cole Aldridge <laughs> and Jimmy Butler. Uh, have, or yeah, the amount of time it takes. But to they get could to China. switch around the racist roles and make Jimmy Butler the racist. Oh, Drunkest I've ever gotten in my life. In my life, this covers a lot of ground. <laughs> Trip to Japan, Bloody Mary after Bloody Mary after Bloody Mary. That sounds like something about that altitude turns you into a monster. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't the massive amount of I don't know, man. vodka. But I tell you, if you drink a bag of wine, box of wine, <laughs> on an international trip like that, that's dangerous. It's lit city. You change. You change up there. <laughs> What's your worst of week, John? All right, young blood. Lonzo, there's a lot of things to learn. From LeBron James. You can try to take his court vision. You can even try to take his incredible ability to become like a, you know, a mogul amongst ma- many forms of media. However, you should not be learning food advice from LeBron James. <laughs> Lonzo has taken LeBron James's advice and now has someone cutting up his well-done steak for him. We could do a whole podcast on NBA stars whose eating habits you disagree with well done steak and not cutting it yourself first who agrees all, with this first, i don't know uh, donald trump yeah first of all if you uh take your steak anything more than medium rare i am don't trust you medium rare huh an aristocrat yeah, aristocrat eh? but to have any human being cut i don't get why anybody would cut their steak but the only thing i can f- feel is that he's swagger surfing on lebron james yeah, and that's the whole that's the whole move. Like you can't. I don't know what that means. Swagger surfing. Yes, it's when you take someone's swag wave, you take your boogie board, and you try to surf on that wave. So it's swag, swag, swag surfing. I'll Enhance. be honest, that didn't really help me. Enhance, <laughs> enhance. <laughs> Trying to suss through this. <laughs> what is swag wave? A swag wave, man. Y'all don't know what the wave is. Y'all got to ride the wave sometimes. And that's oh. the wave of swag. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. It's okay. Long, I may be tan, but right now I'm very white. These aren't. I will leave them in. So swagger, it was a word invented by uh, Shakespeare, and it has to do with your uh, personality and gregariousness and confidence. The hip-hop community shortened that to the word swag. Uh, right. Wave is the idea of a new and oncoming uh, trend. So when you ride a swag wave, 
and it's not yours, you're swagger surfing. So this is all Justin Bieber I stuff. I thought swag was the stuff we all get. Not swag that with we a th- CH. That we throw away. That's a CH. Swag. What is the and C? Where's the C come from? That's a whole different word that is drug related. Also, no, no, no. that swag. swag SAG is the Screen Actors Guild. <laughs> We got to figure out what swag is that you're saying. No, and no, no. So swag and swag are very different things. Two different things. Swag it means uh, like crappy weed. Keith, our whole lives a lie. Or something worthless. Did you know swag. that? I did know that was swag. Swag is bad. Right. But swag mm-hmm. is giveaways. I think it's you're like an Oscar party. It's an acronym. It's stuff we all get. Right. Swag. Yes. Oh. If you come to a Grizzlies watch party, we will give you koozies and this is amazing. other. I'm things. watching two men educate each other. I don't anyway, think, I don't think. Let's quite. move on. That Chuck, Chuck refuses Please. to take the information. I don't, want it. <laughs> I don't think it's right. All right, let's move on to the rest of the show, which will be our Eastern Conference preview, which we like to call butter, 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 or worse, which is parquet. Mm-hmm. The butter or parquet previews. Every team in the offseason, they bring in players. They act like they're making the playoffs. They talk about all the internal development, the chemistry improvements, which players are going to help them achieve their team goals. Most teams think they have gotten better from year to year. So we are just looking at every team today in the Eastern Conference to determine whether they, in fact, got butter or not. Parquet. Let's begin. We're going to go alphabetically. Oh, alphabetically. Seems only fair. That's fair. Because otherwise, the team at the top of this list should most certainly be at the bottom of this list. Mm. (laughs) And that's Jan Hawks of Atlanta. I I think we're going to start this off fairly boringly with a full blown triple parquet. Yeah, there's not much reason to go too deep into the Hawks. Losing Paul Millsap, losing Tim Hardaway Jr. They do get the benefit of losing Dwight Howard, but this team is going to be bad. They won 43 games last year, made the playoffs. I still don't think they're making the playoffs, and I make that bet. I, but I mean, this team is parquet, definitely. I'm inclined to agree with you. I just think Vegas is baiting us. I think y'all are underestimating the Luke Babbitt effect. Hey, Babbitt! <laughs> he, got some, he went in the starting Dwayne lineup. the dead man Deadman coming to town. Yeah, Undertaker. What if he's a thing? And my boy Ursin Sova, who please trade him to a good team. Anyway, yeah, this team is parquet. Let's keep going. Yeah, I mean, there's just no reason here. This is the this one is similarly uh, easy. <laughs> I'm afraid this is not starting with a bang, but with a whimper. But in the other direction, the Boston Celtics, butter or parquet, Keith. So you said it's easy. I don't think it's easy at all. Really? Yeah, I'm kind of. I think it's really hard for me to figure out if this team is better or worse. I, like, I'm not, I'm not sure. They got some better high-end talent by adding Gordon Hayward. The Kyrie for Isaiah Thomas thing, you know, that's kind of a wash. I don't love Marcus Morris. And then you're losing all their other big contributors from last year. They're losing something like... Jay Crowder. Most of the guys who played like in their top seven rotation last year, I think they lost five. I think they're returning four players. Yeah. So, so this, an entire changeover. They're depending on huge minutes from Jalen Brown. They're depending on rookie Jason Tatum doing things. They're probably going to need one of Yabusele or uh, Daniel Theus, who, by the way, I watched one preseason game. Love him. Yeah. Uh, to do a lot of big things. Can they win 53 games again? You know, probably, maybe, because the East is bad. Do they get better? I don't know. When I look at Butter or Parquet, I'm asking myself... Does what has this team put itself in position to do ultimately? And for me, by adding, you know, probably two of the top 30 players in the NBA, one of whom I think is probably top 10 in Kyrie Irving, you put yourself in a position to potentially win it all. Yeah. Whereas before, certainly not. I think with my, the way I'm doing these, uh, I look at the team and go, okay, what is the negatives and the positives with this? They've lost a high volume scorer. But gained one. They lost some wing, uh, sporadic wing play offensively, but gained a great wing offensive wing player, Gordon Hayward. I, there's no question that this is a better team than last year to me. I also think it's kind of silly, not to totally poo-poo Keith's response, to even consider parqueting a team when you are talking about a team, if they had not made the Isaiah Thomas trade, would not have Isaiah Thomas until potentially February. 
That's mm. true. So right. yeah, if you look at it in that perspective, yes, a definite improvement. So it makes it kind of slam dunkish for me. But yeah, and we've we went into at, we covered this trade ad nauseum, um, and we you know talked about how this could go either way for both teams. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and think that Kyrie Irving is going to be an All NBA player uh, for a few years to come. And if that's the case, then that team got much better. Um, for the sake of, of spice of life variety, I'm going to go slightly parquet. I, I agree with John and others that their ceiling has been raised. Right. Yeah, that's kind ha- of the real their conversation. Ce- their ceiling has been raised, right. which is what you want to do as a franchise. But I think that might be a little bit worse. All right, who's next? Hello, Brooklyn. I will get beastie over God, here. This is crazy. Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I will not be controversial here. They're definitely butter. They did lose their best player, Brook Lopez, but the, the overall influx of talent with Alan Crabb, D'Angelo Russell, Damari Carroll, uh, and... Mozgod. Young Mozgod. <laughs> and then guys who will be getting minutes on the team, Karis LeVert and Rondé Hills-Jefferson. It's fair to expect an Isaiah Blackhead, Whitehead. From, from, from young guys. So I think definitely butter. Yeah, I didn't even mention Sean Kirkpatrick. Oh, my favorite Irishman. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Mustachioed Spencer Dinwiddie. Um... <laughs> Yeah, we're we're all going to say butter, but the potential for disaster is still looming large here. Yeah, these uh, players that they were able to basically swindle off the Lakers. Uh, yeah. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't know if they're going to be any good. Damari Carroll, the aforementioned Damari Carroll, may suck now. Yeah, he might be done. Uh, this Crap. team could similarly could be you know similar to last year's team. Yeah, we Karis all- Levert is like the beacon, right? I thought you know. If Alan Crabb doesn't play, if he's imitation crab, <laughs> you know, next year, then I think that parquet crab, parquet crab. I mean, without Brolo reigning eleven triples a game, right? right. <laughs> this is a very different team, y'all. Numbers they could be worse. They could be. Yeah. So we'll we'll go with butter, but they're not good. <laughs> All right. Are you guys even ready for this? Ch-ch-ch-ch. The Charlotte Howards. <laughs> butter or parquet. <laughs> is Malik Monk going to be a thing? I have no idea. He's not even a top 10 pick. Yeah. They kind of need him to be a thing. They well, need most, him to be a thing, Most right? people thought it was a steal, though. Most right. people thought he was should have been a top 10 pick. Mm-hmm. They, they need him to be a thing. I mean, this is a team that pretty much stayed the same and added Dwight Howard. Right. Yeah, but and, this, and, this and is the team that and was 3-17 and 17 when Cody Zeller was not playing, and now Cody Zeller is not going to play that much because they added Dwight Howard. I think the chemistry issues with Dwight are so scary to introduce him into this team that lost in this Dwight fracas. They also are added Michael Carter Williams. Yeah, because they needed length <laughs> and no shooting. Well, they got they needed <laughs> someone to play backup point. I think right. they needed a hyphenated uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. mentor for, for Michael. They're trying Kikio to collect all the hyphenated. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, can he be better than Ramon Sessions was last year? Hopefully. No, man, because Ramon but, Sessions can at least adequately run a pick and roll, and this is a pick and roll team. Oh, no, that's what he allegedly could do. He wasn't doing it a lot last <laughs> year. I, yeah, I think slightly butter. I think hopefully Howard can fill in the gaps and help him rebound better, and this will keep Zeller healthier. I'm par- I don't know. I'm parquetting him. Just the. I don't think Kimba has it in him to carry this team on his back an entire year again. Yeah, that makes sense. Another year uh, older of Batum and Williams. Yeah, Batum bounced back, had a great year. I hate the additions. Like, hate the additions. Not even Dwayne Bacon? Okay. So Flor- have you, Florida State boy. Sprinkle a little Baco bits if on you wanna, If you want to get I mean, the that's grease. the only way that they do okay is if these draft picks end up being amazing. If you want to get your grease off your bacon, you got to Dwayne the Bacon. You got to Dwayne the Bacon? Duh. Dwayne Bacon is, <laughs> by the way, I hadn't even put this together, the new... Number one fast break breakfast player. Oh, he's my favorite. You got to Dwayne that bacon. You got to Dwayne that bacon, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's incredible. So, Chuck, do you think they're? I mean, they're. I think they're butter. Johnson's Um, parquet. Like if Kemba Walker, if he can get better, I don't think he can. Kemba's peaked. That was as good as he can play. Kemba is really, really good. He's really good. Can he like be transcendent? No. If that's not the case, then they're going to probably be a little bit worse. Because I just think they'll get a little more Zeller health, and then I mean, maybe they'll. I mean, their record's probably going to be better. Because and, and that's Shit. that's the thing where we're thinking about. We need to probably discuss this. Is this the record better? No, no, we're, we're thinking more about an conceptually, overall, conceptually, right? A so power ranking they might style. have a better record than last year, but that's only because everybody else stinks. All right, I don't know if they're even going to get a better record. I mean, 
It was fun. That's what's fun about this season. We'll get to find out. Well, I'm glad you had fun on that last team. Shut up. Because now we're headed to Chirac. Oh, yeah. Just put out my opinion on this team in our my interview episode this week. Chicago with Dwyer? With the Chicago Bulls. of the Are they the least? With Dom Dwyer? With the, leading goal scorer for the? No, that's a soccer player. Kelly Dwyer. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Chicago Bulls. Again, let's. Butter or parquet. Let's not spend a lot of time here. Um, they aren't good anymore. They won't be. Yeah, they went from all. mediocre to bad. That's parquet. Yeah. Question is, who's scoring 20 points a game for that team? Nobody. Zach Levine scored 20 a game last year. Before <laughs> He's got like <laughs> a Laurie Markin in the finisher. Yeah, I do like the finisher. But we're all, everyone in the world in agreement. Parquet. Uh, parquet, absolutely. But. But, and, a butt? But. but what's your butt, John? I do hope that maybe we'll get to see see if uh, Hoiberg can implement his style with these different kinds of players. Without the headstrong Rondo and Wade junking up his offense. And Jimmy Butler, you know, kind yeah. of from the Tibbs school. Like, this is a makeover. I'm in, I'm actually listen, Bulls fans, I'm actually interested to see what becomes of this team. Yeah, they could move the ball. Yeah. Could be a totally stylistically different team. <laughs> I know that styles don't make teams in today's NBA any longer, and it's a personnel league. But hey, I mean, Chris Dunn, Levine, those are different, different, different players than what they had before. Laurie Markin and hopefully, and maybe Marotic, hopefully playing a different style. Some of the greatest names on this roster. I'm trying to, I'm trying to remain hopeful. I think you're doing good. Yeah. David Nwaba. Yeah. I really like that guy. Diamond Stone. Great name. Diamond uh, Just When you just got released from a, t- from a team we've already covered, <laughs> maybe, not, maybe not the best Best well, player to add, yeah, because those teams have stunk. All right, let's go to another interesting team where it, it seems on it seems a very easy answer, but let's check it out: Cleveland Cavaliers, butter or parquet? Man, this is conceptually one of the most interesting teams to think about. Does adding a bunch of guys who have been competent or good NBA players in their lives help them or hurt them? Like, have they added too many? Because they 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 lost Kyrie Irving. But if you bring in Jay Crowder and Isaiah Thomas and then Dwayne Wade and Derek Rose and, and Jeff, Jeff Green, Green and Jose Calderon like, and Jay Crowder, does the addition of Jeff Green and all these guys also very, very cheap. These right. are Most of these are minimum salaries. Right. But like, does adding Jeff Green even help you at all? No. I think maybe no. I was going to say this is a slam dunk parquet. But the only reason Butter has like a sliver of margarine hopeful, a margarine blah, blah, blah. I was trying to make a marginal joke. No, I got it. I think it. it, I think it read. (laughs) Is Jay Crowder? Is that flexibility and Kevin Love moving to the five? Is that going to like lead to a renaissance here? I know. Think I think yes. They're throwing Tristan. Not I mean not renaissance, but I think I think butter because of the added versatility of Jay Crowder, and obviously this is we're talking about say January or February, right? When Isaiah Thomas is playing. I mean, yeah. the how many? So that, that this means Wade off the bench too, right? Um, if they 100%. have to start Wade, I think that's pretty bad. Yeah, I don't love Wade starting, but I, I think they, I think they, I think he might. I think they might get Jr. off the bench. I mean, I, I'd say from a roster perspective, this year they're certainly parquet. But I think LeBron's going to come out with a vengeance. I think he's going to be our our scorned fan this year. I, I think this team could be, you know. If they don't rest, like it's rumored, I mean, LeBron's going to come out fiery and and super pissed, right? I don't know. I don't know. He might. He won't care. He might just be like, "Oh, let's just wait till the playoffs and then I'll, let's I'll just fi- fire let's it just up. figure out." Or he might be like, "I'm out of here this year. This is my last season. I'm going to mail it in." He's going to go to the Thunder and then join Kawhi Leonard in San Antonio. All right. Well, let's I, I would say uh, so. You guys are both parquet. A little, parquet. a little parquet. I mean, uh, this team would have scared me in 2011. So. I think that the Thomas injury kind of wrecks everything. Yeah, it, it does. But I'm loving. I mean, this rotation. The huge question is point guard without Isaiah Thomas. Like, there's no backup. Can Dwayne Wade play a little point? Can you have? No. Can you have some things where like a backcourt is J.R. Smith? Like, does Shumpert need to play some point? He played a little bit of point last year. Right. So that that troubles me. But having Kevin Love and Crowder and James, and then off the bench like a J.R. Smith and a Kyle Korver. 
like I just love all the pieces they have, and it seems like the talent level went out. But again, they're old, and who knows? So I, I'll go slightly butter. Here's something that we haven't even talked about that probably matters the most. No more James Jones. Yeah. I don't know if LeBron you, can make the uh, final without yeah, him. Un, yeah. He can always come out of retirement. I could see it happening. Let's go to RoboCop's hometown. The Pistons of Detroit. Butter or Parquet? He lost the Australian. It looks like all of Australian. No Aaron Baines there. <laughs> um, I don't. This is a hard one because they've added a you know a bunch of like Avery Bradley was a good addition. Um, for as far as like their wing defense goes, but I don't know if they can score points with this roster. I think they're parquet. I think Stan Van is like he's kind of losing them. A vote for parquet is a vote for KCP. You just got Ken Sane in the membrane. <laughs> I think Avery brain. Bradley is better than Contavious Caldwell Pope, but right. he's not better than Contavious Caldwell Pope and Marcus Morris combined. Right. right. So like losing those two. Did you just, did I'm you down just, on Drummond. Did you just slightly slight Anthony Tolliver there? I do like I have <laughs> I have said many times publicly I like I like Anthony Tolliver. Oh, by the way, this could have been an apology. One of the prop bets from last year that we didn't uh that I didn't recap that we got wrong. It was what would be higher, the combined points, rebounds, steals of Russell Westbrook or the free throw percentage of Andre Drummond. Oh. And we all thought Andre Drummond could win that. Andre Drummond got obliterated on that bet. Because <laughs> <laughs> what Westbrook's points, assists, rebounds averaged like over 50. Yeah. And Drummond shot 37%. Yikes. <sighs> so, yeah, I'm Fun di- fact, down, Andre yeah. Drummond, worst, worst points per possession when he just has the ball in the post than his free throw shooting. Mm-hmm. Also, last year from our Pistons interview, Reggie Jackson's expected points on a fast break less than Andre Drummond at the free throw line. You. He was only getting .7 points per fast break. So Not a finisher. Hey, guys, watch out for this stealth battle for position. Langston Galloway and Avery Bradley may end up completely overtaking Reggie Jackson as primary ball handlers for this team. Yeah, I mean, if you have it, just Ish Smith and Langston Galloway, maybe that works better. So, mm-hmm. also, but I mean, I know Pistons fans are very in on this team was hurt all year. Drummond had a deviated septum that was causing him to not finish the games very well, and Reggie Jackson was terrible. But I think this team is slightly parquet. What say you, John Burr? Honestly, I'm going to go slightly butter just because I think KCP. That might be addition by subtraction. Okay. Um, I think Reggie Jackson's role will diminish in the likes of, you know, newly acquired Avery Bradley, Langston Galloway, and hopefully we get some better, some development from the likes of Stanley Johnson, Boban. I mean, I just think they'll be a little bit better. I think the team is put together better now. That's the secret. Boban, Boban minutes. There you go, baby. Boban, I mean, that's Boban everything. gets the minutes now that Baines is gone, right? He's the greatest PER player of all time or something. <clears throat> That's going to be some amazing free throw shooting at the end of games. Let's take it down the road to David Letterman's hometown and the hometown of recently deceased Bobby the Brain Heenan, Indiana Pacers. Naptown, butter or parquet? Yeah, let's move on. It's parquet. Yeah. Can we just not? Can we not? Yeah, they lost uh, one of the best players that they've had over the past 20 years. Aaron um, Brooks, <laughs> CJ Miles, <laughs> and they replaced him with nothing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I could see. You know, I love Victor Oladipo, but Lan- he's, he Lance ain't no Paul make George. A dance. Oh man, I, I this is the year Lance becomes the alpha dog. He scores twenty seven a game, has forty seven turnovers. I'm gonna go and tip my hand for a couple weeks from now. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna love the over for this team, mm-hmm. but they worse. They worse. Parquet. <laughs> South Beach, Miami Heat. Chuck, let's start with you. Butter or parquet? Kelly Olenek does all the good things that you want a ball, uh, someone on your ball club to do. He's a he's a, a lunch pail character. Comes to the to the to the work site every day. Doesn't complain. Does the dirty work. Doesn't mess up the I coffee. I think what order. Chuck meant to say was had one good game in the playoffs, and Pat Riley paid for it. Um, he's an upgrade over Luke Babbitt. Hey, Baba! No, um, he's not. He is. He's an upgrade. He can shoot better. He's an. Can I over. yell his name in a Benny no, Hill style, he, please? I, he can I, rebound I better. Say, you've you've <laughs> FM rated me to death. Yeah. He that. he he can rebound better and shoot better. And with Luke Babbitt in the lineups, the uh, starting the Heat were almost unstoppable last year. So they uh, improved that position. I feel. So yeah, I would be safe to say that they'll be better next year. It's the same team. I don't know. Just if it's safe swapping to say. Babbitt for Kelly Olynyk. 
Can they pull off another 20-plus game winning streak? Or Do they amazing? need to? All they have to do is not have a historically poor uh, health record for the first half of the season, I which is what they had last year. What Chuck just concisely said, I, I agree with at the end. This is the exact same team. I think it'll just be the same. But you but you swapped out Luke Babbitt for Kelly Olenek and Bam Adebayo. So, yeah, I think I think they're butter. Can I go low-fat butter? Yeah, that's what parquet kind of is. gross bar. Uh oh, is no, it? Par- parquet is just fake. This butter, is fake right? butter. Oh, we should have worked this out before. No, we've, we've, just, <laughs> we've been doing this for years. Years, <laughs> I messed up. Well, let's just hope you don't see any regression from the likes of Deion Waiters and Josh well, Richardson, who see... had an insane season last well, year. Also, he's, Justice he's training is back. He is back, and is that's that not a great might, thing. That might be, we, don't know, on, we don't know. If it's they good. went on that winning streak right after he got hurt. I shop tip Justice Winslow. Justice Winslow might be the number one overall pick in the iShop League. We'll miss uh, Willie Green. Love watching him play. Yeah. Uh, gone to the Clippers. Yeah. Oh, Willie Reed. Willie, Willie Reed, Reed yeah. 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 The Bucks of Milwaukee. Yes. The Butter Bucks. or Parquet. So much like the Miami Heat, this is the exact same team. Yeah. They got- but, but this time, literally... I mean, I don't even know who their draft picks are. DJ Wilson, Sterling Brown. No, I know very little about I mean, them. This, this team will miss uh, Sterling Michael Brown Beasley was... big time. Oh, there's some addition by subtraction. I will say... <laughs> of course he's on the Knicks now. Their, their <laughs> only hope for butter is they, uh, they amnestied Spencer Hawes. Mm. Just that locker room boost. Does he still have they that They might have just haircut? waved him. I can't remember. But yeah, they, got, they, got, got they, 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 they cut uh, Spencer Hawes. Going butter easily. Okay. It's a very young team. Should be a lot of... Improvement from those young players. Um, I think they were probably wise not to do anything too drastic. Uh, they were, you know, in, they were they were rumored for some trades, rumored for Kyrie, which I think would have been a good trade for them. But if they couldn't couldn't pull that off, they didn't mess up their lineup too much. Another, you know, Brogdon has another year to develop. Hopefully, he can become a good NBA player. And we, Giannis may make yet another leap. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. Is if he has if he adds another you know thing to his tool belt. Yeah, that uh, can help him uh, expand offensively. He's already a defensive monster. He that could push that team, you know, just by hopefully Jabari helps him. Well, yeah, uh, Jabari and Middleton, Chris who, Middleton, who didn't play a game together last year. Right. Yeah, those are your those are your free agent acquisitions. So if they're healthy, they're better next year for sure. All right. Yeah. Agreed. Slam dunk time, boys. Agreed. Knickerbockers of New York. I disagree. It's a slam dunk. Really? Hit me. I mean, they were bad. They were real bad. They were bad last year. Um. This is a slam dunk butter. Oh, you think they're butter? This is a slam dunk butter. Most really? people are thinking they're going to be one of the worst teams and fight for the number one draft pick. I don't see it unless they want to, unless they're fighting for that. So you think they won 31 games last year and were bad, but you think losing Carmelo, bringing in Enos Cantor, and uh, signing Tim Hardaway Jr., you're all about it? Yeah. Okay. Chris Stapps is the number one option surrounding the shooters like you know, Doug, Doug McD. You mean besides Mike Beasley? I mean that that some of these signings do give you pause. Jarrett Jack is somehow still employed. I hope he's just coaching. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I feel like this team. Okay, definitely butter from the standpoint. Maybe this team will develop into something someday. Now, oh no, butter no. in a philosophical. It looks like they're going the right way, even if they went the right way by accident. Right. <laughs> like, I don't trust James Dolan to carry them the right way, right. but you can definitely talk yourself into them. Oh, they're doing it the right way now, looking at the roster. Well, yeah, the a broke clock's right twice a day. But here's my idea. It's, it's looking up for them in much way a, a, a large forest after a fire has only <laughs> one place to go. And Carmelo leaving, the right. identity of that team built around the home homegrown Carmelo Anthony. I think it's hard to say parquet for a team that has finally excised Derrick Rose and, right. and Carmelo Anthony and will actually play their budding superstar. But they don't have a point guard. Frankie Nicotine, baby! I mean, I mean, Frank, we don't know if he's good. <laughs> Ron Baker, he's girlfriend like, taker. Like, it's, it's, right. Ron, it's Ron Baker, Ramon Sessions, Jared Jack, if he makes the team, and, and Frank... Nilakina, how dare you besmirch Courtney Lee? Courtney Lee is not a point guard, well, Chuck. He, but he's not. He's going to Clee. Clee. But yeah, Clee is going to get traded. He's, There's yeah. no reason for him to be on this team. I mean, they have a serious guard problem, but then it gets fun. Willie Hernan Gomez. I mean, this, it looks this team like it's fun. No, it, I'm with you. I'm with you there. It looks like Willie Hernan Gomez is going to start alongside Porzingis, which is the best option. They yeah. still have Lance Thomas, who's, who's a quality player. Uh, maybe Doug McDermott can find his stroke there too. Although I feel like it's white privilege how everyone keeps saying that. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. is better than people think, even though he did got paid too much. 
I think but McDermott's like a I don't pr- great backup for Porzingis, though, if you can play him at the four some. Because, I mean, I can, give you, can give you scoring off the bench. You don't have to play him that many minutes. But, but he's no Mandalgas Kuzminskis. Who Who's would, still there? Who I would much rather play over. They are gonna, Who's still there? They're going to lead the league in players that I'm going to have an awful time pronouncing their names. I'm going to say I'm going to say par, slightly parquet, but I li- I like relatively what they've done. If that makes sense. But I, I I do think for all of Derrick Rose being bad, he is at least an NBA player. And I'm not sure they have an NBA player point it. guard right now. He's an NBA player that wouldn't pass to their best player. Yeah. So I I just I think it's I love it. Maybe they win the same number of games or slightly less, but at least they're pointed in, in a direction that I can get behind. Mm, on I, accident. I agree there. Yeah. Well, whether or not it's on purpose or not. Yeah. Canner going to score some this more points. Canner's going to ball. This is a confusing, bizarre team we're going to discuss now. Yes. The Orlando Magic. Butter or parquet? Chuck, I'm putting you on the spot. I mean, You don't even know a place for this team. I'm looking I don't at... blame you for this. Wow. Uh, I mean, why wouldn't you build a team around Terrence Ross? Um, no, they, they're bad. They're, they're going to be bad next but year. But they were bad last year. They're going to still be bad. And I'm going uh, par- parquet if they're just as bad as I thought they were. I'm not going to go nitpick. You well, know, so they'll probably win four last games. Last year, and... they won 29, and their expected point differential was only that of a 24-win team. Oh, so they outperformed. So they actually outperformed by going 29. Mm-hmm. So they'll they'll so you think they're a team we shouldn't spend more than a minute talking about. I'm going to go butter, and it's for one reason, one reason alone. They cut off the wart that is Jeff Green. <laughs> that is like taking off a weighted vest and going for a run. And they added some actual NBA players, Keith. Yeah, I I also agree. Just adding Jonathan Simmons, someone who can seems like he can fit into the rotation. This is the smidgiest smidge of butter. Right. On a very yeah, a granular, tiny, awful... A tiny little pat of butter on my pancake. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, almost like as pancake. bad as having no butter. This is the though. same team, which is weird. It's so weird to me when 29-win teams just like, yep, let's just run it back. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jonathan Isaac could become a player. He's so young and skinny, but it seems like he could he could probably dunk and play some defense. They got that ghost. And it looks like, again, based on one preseason game that they lost to the Grizzlies D-League team, uh, the Magic at least put the players in the right position. Aaron Gordon played only power forward. Uh, Jonathan Isaac only played power forward. So that's that's a step in the right direction. Slightly butter. Sames. Still trash. Sixers of Philadelphia. Butter or parquet? Butter. Give me J.J. Reddick shooting threes, getting all them uh, passes from the boy Embiid. It's going to be nasty. It's going to be nasty. It's going to be nasty. Keith, I'm ready for you to rain on this parade. Big time butter. Oh, yeah. Amir Johnson's a baller. If Joel Embiid doesn't play, big time butter. Doesn't play. If Joel Embiid is out with injury, this team is still Still way better than last year. They have such an influx of talent. Mm -hmm. Ben Simmons is awesome. They lost Marco no one. Fultz is awesome. Right. They lost no one, and they're just adding these guys. I'm saying well, I mean, they lost awesome. you. They lost Sergio Rodriguez. Sorry, yeah. buddy. <laughs> yeah, Gerald he's back in Moscow. They honestly get Jared Bayless back, who didn't play last year. He's just a, uh, you know, he's a NBA player. Again, I, the, the quality of he can actually play NBA basketball games. I don't know how much he's going to play. I love the rotation. I love all the guys they've added. The excitement is high here, I, I, so definitely better. That makes it three. It's easy. Easy. We're on the bandwagon. It's gonna it's gonna burn horribly. Oh, no. This is the feel, one we're gonna. It's gonna feel so bad. So when, when, has that team overtaken number one spot on the league pass rankings? Ooh. As far as I it, watch interesting team. non-dominant teams, I think yes. Which is what I think league pass rankings are. Right. Reminds me of the Timberwolves of old, like the Rubio-led beautiful teams. Yeah, I'm very I'm very excited about the Sixers. I hope it works out for them. Toronto Raptors. This team confuses me. Let's go. Butter or parquet? Keith? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I I really don't. I feel like they're going to miss Corey Joseph. They're going to miss Serge Ibaka. They they, they have Serge Ibaka. Sorry, wait. You're thinking of P.J. Tucker. No, I'll tell you what the thing is. Uh, I'm looking. These we, we printed off things. I printed off things from NBA.com. There are many errors on them. I already yeah. deleted a couple, and that was just another uh, error. Yeah, Serge Ibaka is there, but they're yes. missing P.J. Tucker. Definitely. Um, Pat, Pat. Hurts and Patrick Patterson and Corey Joseph. Replacing those three guys, I don't know who's going to step up. It seems like they're going to depend on Norman Powell to play a lot of small forward. No Pope. And C.J. Miles to play between the three and the four. 
those guys are good. The moves that they allowed to happen to me say that they have some confidence in some of the guys like Bebe Nogueira and Norman Powell. And I liked the additions they made, KJ and CJ, which is fun to say. Um, but they may have lost just enough to where this is like hurts them enough to put them in parquet for me. So I'm going to go slightly parquet, just like you went slightly butter earlier. I think they're going to be just about the same. But if I had to pick one, I would I would just think this team's not going to – hasn't uh, the opportunity to age well. This isn't a team with young players that are going to progress. It'd be hard you know, for DeMar to do that again. Right, and, and – <laughs> uh, yeah, I just think they're gonna they're gonna kind of peter off, plateau, and and if they had to make a bet, it would be to decline. So I think we're we're all saying slightly parquet, but they're still my favorite. If you want to bet one long shot to win the East, like regular season best record, I think the I think the Raptors could easily win fifty three games and end up having the best record in in the East. Yeah, I could see some like turmoil in Boston. They're like an eight to one or a ten to one or something injury, and yeah, they could be the third. They're probably the third best team in the East. I mean, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And finally. And it's either them or this last team, the Wizards. A team that added no one of note, lost no one of note, drafted no one of note, the Washington Wizards. <laughs> Butter yeah. or Parquet? They, they lost Bojan without his D. How dare you besmirch Jody Meeks? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, no, yeah. This I'd be team, sadder about losing Tim Frazier than Jody Meeks. This team has had uh, basically the last three years, it's been, oh, they're going to be good because John Wall and Brad Bill are, ba- are going to take that next step, and it hasn't happened. And I just don't know if I mean, it kind of happened I, last year. I liked playoff Wall last year. Oh, yeah. He was great. He was awesome. But um, I, I think there's they, they know where they're at. I don't think they have this like aspiration to be better than the fourth or fifth best team in the league. And They certainly have the aspiration. I don't know if they can achieve it. But. They also keep throwing each other under the bus. Yeah. Metaphorically, where Wall and Beal have long made comments like, well, it doesn't seem they like each other. And now John Wall's like being like, man, we really need a third good player. Auto like, Porter's like, like, hey, man. Like, uh, like Auto Porter had a great year, but if we're going to be one of the elite teams, we got to get like a, a, a bigger star or something. You're, and he's like, yeah. Auto Porter had an incredible year last Crazy year. Crazy good year. Like, like, uh, as much as I dislike Scotty Brooks and and I'm worried about this team, it is similar to our Bucks diagnosis. I think it's butter just by virtue of they're together again. And I think Otto Porter is kind of a budding star. And we might see, yeah, we might see Beal and Porter. I think Wall's kind of, he's at, we're at Max Wall. Last season, we saw him play his best ball. It was great. It was great. He's he's great, but he's not going to progress. But you can see those other two guys take a step. We made fun of their roster, but adding Tim Fraser, Jody Meeks, and Mike Scott, who's actually going to have to play quite a bit, strangely, uh, and losing only Bohan and Brandon Jennings, that's pretty darn good. And uh, Markeith... And Yamahimi, you said. Maybe Yamahimi comes back. is injured, right? He's injured and he has a trial? And he's on trial for mm-hmm. assault. Can't but. remember what it all is. But yeah, so if, if my boy Yamahimi bounces back, it's, this team's about the same. I have no, This is my anti-league pass rankings. I'm not going to watch any Wizards game this year. Yeah. Even though they're good and they're going to be in the playoffs, eh, that's all right. I'm going to watch the Magic instead out of morbid curiosity. Poor John Wall. <laughs> he's in like, in, in, he's one of... You know, but he's a great point guard, but he's just buried in a league full of better ones. Yeah. You know? So I think we did it. That's it, boys and ghouls. I don't feel like there's that many confusing ones. I feel like I feel like the Knicks, the Celtics, and the Cavs are the one most interesting to my brain. I guess a lot of the other ones don't really matter at all. Yeah, they're either going to n- not be relevant or they're just playing for where they were last year. I promise the Western version of this will be more fun. Oh, there's going to be <laughs> so much to talk about. We let off with the East where we're rope-a-doping. Mm-hmm. Poor East. They stink. Bless their hearts. Least <laughs> indeed. All right. Par fadeaway. What are we looking forward to? Well, basketball? That counts. All right. 14 days, boys. I'll allow it. <laughs> and we will be watching the greatest sport product this world has ever seen. Uh, it's getting really easy for them lately, too, huh? If we, if we, and I can't believe none of us chose this as our worst, but if Adam Silver can stop sending memos, we'll be just fine. Yeah. Golly. I'm also looking forward to uh, the cable companies figuring out that League Pass is back. It's not there yet. Son of a. You're yeah. still like, there's all these channels being like, League Pass game, and you want to watch it, and there's no way to watch it. Dear NBA, don't make us illegally stream games. Has You're making anyone, us do this. Has any of the big... I got RuTube, y'all. <laughs> has any of the big-name NBA reporters ever asked Adam Silver to his face, like, hey, why don't cable companies... You mean like Peter Vesey? 
1989. You mean like Bob Ryan? Mike Francesca? I want to see Adam Silver <laughs> just be asked the question, like, hey, you realize like Comcast doesn't carry league pass games until like the day before the NBA season? Comcast, this How- is Peter Vesey. My wife wants to watch <laughs> One Life to Live, and I can't find it anywhere. Yeah, I'm going to write in a column <laughs> about you, Comcast. I don't even like big name Peter Vesey. I, I, I just barely know, who know what are. you're referencing. <laughs> like I know who Peter Vesey is. Your impersonation? Yeah, I don't. I don't remember this. Maybe it was, did I do Bob Ryan on accident? Could oh, I was doing Jackie McMullen. What? what no. the, let, <laughs> let people know if that landed. Uh, <laughs> our listeners. All right, you guys. If you want to get involved with our fantasy league or support our show as we round into season four of the program, you can do that at Patreon.com/slash Fast Break Breakfast. Oh, we forgot to read the iTunes reviews again. We'll do that next week. Keep writing them. <laughs> it's been like three weeks in a row. We keep forgetting to read iTunes reviews. If it's you write too a, much, we got too much content, if, y'all. If you write a five-star iTunes review, we will read it on air and give you a shout-out. All right, you can follow us on Twitter at Fast Break Break. Like us on Facebook. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, never apologize for B and G and G. Fair break, break, man. You understand? Know